Yo, 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 GM, give me just a second, guys. Let me tweet this out, get everything set up. Um, everybody in here, I'm going to give an invite to. Oh, but yeah, let me tweet this out here in just a second. I apologize for running just a couple minutes late. I uh, I didn't even know if I'd make it here on time. Um, so glad I did. Excited for the 58th consecutive week of Wonky Weekly Alpha. Um, today's got to be a little bit of a shorter space. Um, I've got, you know, tops to the end of the hour. Um, but you know, that's plenty of time to keep the vibes going. Rooster, what's going on, man? Diablo, how are you? What up? What up, Kaleo? Uh, just picked up some breakfast. Uh, yeah, ready to get it going for the day. Love to hear it, man. Hey, I'm just, uh, looking at some charts to see if I, I can tell where stuff's going. But yeah, um, I just wanted to say last time I speak with you, um, maybe a month ago, some weeks ago, I, I didn't have a wonky song yet, but I bought one now a couple of weeks ago. So yeah. Let's I'm go. Of... <laughs> I didn't get the one I wanted. I wanted one uh, with a yellow background so I can put... Uh, behind on on my pfp but i'll be i'll be hunting i'll be hunting for for a second one <laughs> love it so, yeah and yeah i was gonna say there's always you know they're not gonna go anywhere <laughs> that's that's the amazing thing about it um 80s welcome up to the stage man how are you doing well brother how you doing today hello walking fam I can't complain, man. I'm doing well. Doing well. Good to be back. Uh, you get a good workout there? It was okay, man. I cut it a little bit short. I was running late. I was taking too long between between sets. <laughs> so, um, didn't get the cardio portion in, but, you know, sometimes it just works out that way. I was lazy the past few days, and I played just, like, a ton of basketball instead of instead of lifting so today pivoted back to the lifting i've gotten like enough cardio in i feel like the past few days that kind of makes up for it but i know i'm about to hit that weekend bump man the weekend bump is real because i i just lose control the weekends are always a tough man dude i i getting over COVID over the past week and it, it just a fire lit in me the other day. I was like, I got to get in shape, man. And and seeing how it was in Austin, just slow and sluggish. And I'm back in it, man. I'm back in the mix. I'm day three straight working out and I'm competing with you, man. I'm going to hold you accountable. Yes, sir. Let's go. Man. <laughs> I love to hear it. So what's the inspiration? What's up? I said, what's the inspiration? Uh, Peru. Um, I need to go climb some more mountains soon. And um, over the past few months, I just kind of shit the bed with working out and I got to get back in shape and I can't be climbing Machu Picchu the way I am right now. So, 
Yeah, man. I, I completely feel that. I would not be in the, the shape that I need to to do any type of major hiking like that right now. So how long would this next trip be for? Um, I booked a one-way ticket, so I uh, don't know yet. Uh, plan on four weeks, um, maybe six. Who knows? Love to hear it, man. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for you. The fact that you, you know, can just get, get up and do that too, I, I, I think is amazing. Kind of inspires me, man. I'm going to do a big trip sometime next year. You know, what makes it better to be able to do this is the support of my wife, really. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be able to do this without her encouraging me and her just, you know, not giving me shit and just allowing me to go on an adventure. And, and I, I, that's a testament of my wife, man. Oh, shoot, I accidentally removed Rooster, I guess. Either that or he was having some audio issues. We got him back up here. Um, sorry, dude, I've been looking for, like, this tweet where... The, I cannot find it. You know, like my massive wonky stonks thread. I can't find where the heck that is out of all my tweets right now. I keep like looking up keywords because I want to pin it up to the top and I can't find that. It starts keyword. off with here's why I believe. Okay. You're right. Why I believe you're that's what I'm going to start with. Yes. Okay, thank you. I don't know why the other keywords didn't work for it, but there we go. Pinned up to the top. Um, dude, I've got, like, I don't know. I, I, I kind of just had, uh, I, I was feeling it the past couple days, too. Just the vindication, or not the vindication, but the conviction and everything for the stonks for this next cycle. Just kind of hits, man. Wait, first off, shout out to SZ. What's going on, man? Welcome up. Um, hey, you know, I, I, I can't wait to welcome you to the side of the bulls when the time is right. <laughs> um, you got to you got to DM me who does your gifs so I can figure out, Like, you know, what? I'm, I'm going to make some good gifs. I can't just, you know, do the screenshot, whatever, copy pasta as much as I try. Um, but anyway, like I was saying about the stonks, man, here's the deal. I think NFTs are by far going to be the highest growth sector out of the market this next cycle. There's no way around it. When you start looking at the regulatory actions that a lot um, that we're seeing right now in the U.S. especially and the different vectors that they're attacking in the market, NFTs aren't really on the list right now. They're doing what they can to slow down derivatives and centralized exchanges they're doing what they can to slow down some of the other different tokenized projects that are out there. But NFTs really just haven't been on the list of different things that they've really targeted so far. And when you're looking at next cycle, you know, a lot of people have talked about how they're bullish on DEXs, right? You know, where do NFTs primarily trade? They primarily trade on DEXs. So... You have the opportunity for something that has the least amount of regulatory scrutiny. At the moment, I'm not saying that it won't have that, but typically less friction equals more opportunity. And when you're talking about, you know, what's going to be around the next cycle, you know, first and foremost, the majority of projects, and this is something that we've talked about 
on here, the majority of projects are going to die going into next cycle. Like even a lot of the blue chips right now that still have multi-ETH floors, they're going to die off by the time you hit the next cycle. But the one thing that I'm incredibly confident about with this is I, I still think that we're incredibly positioned well. And, you know, I, I think that the community and the way that we've stuck around through whatever each time, it just you, you just have to survive until that next cycle and have a community that has the same energy that we do right now. You know, because, again, that's the thing why I'm even more bearish on a lot of these projects that still have multi-ETH floors that have been declining. Dude, look at how much percentage they are down from the tops and how how many people just feel completely scorned by the idea of these fallen roadmaps. They're going to fall to the side. I mean, the stonks with the vision of art and the history and everything else, you know, associated with it, like, that's what lives on. You know, so I, <laughs> I am so confident that it's just one of those things. You just, you know, you, you stack, you chill, and, you know, you just keep the vibes rolling, and you'll be positioned to be one of those leaders heading into the next cycle. So, sorry for my rant. Just had to, you know, it's something that I've been thinking about the past couple of days um, and just kind of got me hyped up. <laughs> Always bullish on the stonks. Always stacking. Just picked up a. I think it's been since the last space. Uh, the ribbon I picked up the other day. Oh man! Oh man! That baby was gorgeous. Dude, it was. There have been. There have been some absolute steals here the past several weeks that I've seen. Like, um, I forget. I think it's either Lander or Wall Street Bull that has just been sniping some of these 1% traits that have been paper handed right above the floor, which, you know, it's just one of those things where I, there are still a few of those that are out there. Here's what I think the real alpha is that I'll drop. And I apologize if this is anybody's strategy in here, if you really want to stack those rare traits, and this is kind of what crow did back in the day, right? You just look for some of the rare traits that have never left a wallet before, right? Never left like virgin wallets from minters and just, you know, kind of lowball the bit a little bit, but do it slightly above whatever the floor price is or, you know, the, the floor price uh, uh, offer, like weath offer that's out on the table, you know, so they see it and they're like, okay, well, that's kind of intriguing. And they're eventually, one of those is going to land, Right. I, I like I'm, I'm fully confident of that because there are a lot of people I think that still just don't realize what they have. And then, you know, one day they have whatever they're like, ah, you know, I need a little bit of extra ETH. So they go to their bag and, you know, they see the stock and they're like, what's liquid? So they're going to go ahead and dump it. And that's your opportunity to be able to stack. And those are the type of things that end up, you know, whenever price action does get frothy again, that you don't have that same type of opportunity for. Right. So like, that, that that's my little bit of alpha, you know, for everybody that is patiently accumulating in the room, right? Like, don't feel this rush and this urge. I mean, occasionally there are things that are forward down there, but you know, a lot of the times, if you have the patience to kind of do that weef method, then you get to skip the line. You know, you're you're not out there rushing whenever it is listed to outbid everybody else, and you know, so yeah, alpha for the people. That's a fire alpha, Kaleo. Appreciate it. 
it's been quite interesting over the past what 18 19 months to to see the different trends and the way people in the community come through and and utilize you know certain market trends to get their collection pumped up man uh, i remember just a few months ago it was lumber now it's lander uh, crow was doing it a few months ago like there's so many people that just laser focus on the stocks and if you are laser focused like you are right now out there lander and other people i mean you're you're collecting a grail wallet yeah dude i i mean i still look at it like this right you know who is so much of it still goes down to voice and having a presence leading into another cycle and, you know, I, I really think that we're positioned well on that type of a pedestal that, you know, as that growth happens in the next cycle, it, like, dude, there's just zero. It, like, what, once you understand the way parabolic growth happens in this space, like my account, for instance, you know, <laughs> I, I don't, you know, where it grew from 5K to over 500,000 followers through the course of, you know, two years. Right. Like the next two year bull cycle, I, I could easily see it growing to a five million follower account. Right. And through that process, the number of people that are going to be indoctrinated into just, you know, crypto in general that don't have exposure to it right now. And they're looking for that, you know, sector like, again, it all just goes back to look at. Like, look at the way historical NFTs performed last cycle, right? Like, where they had their little mini season with that. So if you integrate that with, you know, new innovations, then you, I don't know, it's just, it's a, it's an exciting idea for me. But it all goes back to, I, I think, having the right time frame mindset, the right mentality in general, and, you know, just being patient with the space. You know, there's a whole other level to it, and I talk about it often, is the connections made. In this community in particular, like, we have set in stone, like, the resilient mindset and, and the growth mindset in this community. And people, they come and go in this community, but the ones that have stayed, that continue to grow together. And then they extrapolate that connection to other communities. And it's the cycle that we keep seeing, but it always comes back to wonky stunts for me anyway. And the connections that I have established in this space, those are the real opportunities too, even beyond just your bags. So that's something that we won't talk about enough of. And that's something that I'm very bullish on and will always be. Hey, Ben, man. Yeah. I mean, heck, even look at like room 110. You know, it, it, well, first off, everybody in Room 110, dude, you guys have continued to grow your presence, your following. You know, even the Room 110 space, if you just consider it like this index of your following and what you guys have done, dude, you know, you guys are up 20% on your follower count in the past several months, you know, with without me giving another shout out, because I think I helped give a shout out that got it over 2,000. But, you know, I, I think past that, like, it's just organically through a bunch of the different stuff you guys have done. And that's in the middle of a bear market, right? So just imagine what that, you know, do another 20% over the next several months and another 20% on that. And, like, that's how exponential growth happens. So I could easily see you guys sitting there, you know, especially with the connections that you guys have formed as some of these different voices start to grow. Like, here's what happens, man. You have friends 
that are around your level of follower count, that that's your community, that you're baked in, and you guys are all out there hustling during this bear market. You're slowly growing. What ends up happening is, you know, you have a few friends that end up just blowing up, becoming incredibly influential, and like it feeds into each other. It's a positive feedback loop, man. Everybody in that circle, you know, it's like when one person eats, there's way more at the table than they can, you know, handle themselves. So that you know, like it spreads to everybody else that's in their circle. And I, I'm confident that's going to be what happens with you guys, man. Like there's zero way around it. We learned a lot from you, though, too. And it's that mentality of, you know, under promise and over delivered. I mean, that's what it all comes down to. And having that consistency mindset no matter what markets are happening in this space, no matter what time frame, it's just that continuous approach of being consistent and giving out good vibes to people with really no incentive other than just growing and building bridges together. And we're about to take it to another level too. And I appreciate you letting us speak on Room 110 because the trading guys, and you'll really relate to this too, T, these are uh, Kaleo, and T is about to launch his... Um, his own merch store too, man. There's so many different things that the guys in room 110 and the ladies with sushi's new space are doing. They're creating their own opportunity. And then that opportunity helps other people in the space. And then you see that transfer over to another community. And then you're right, Kaleo, that consistent approach. That's the way you got to do it, man. Amen, man. I, uh, fires me up. Hey, so this is a little bit, of. A little bit out in left field, a little bit random. So something I was thinking about, though. Dude, the name of the space, NFTs, Wonky Weekly Alpha Episode, whatever. Should we switch that up? And if so, do you have any good ideas for it? Man, I, I mean, that's tried and true. We've been 58 episodes the same title man it's hard to let go but i mean hey if if you guys can brainstorm you know hey but that's part of the thing though you've got to be willing to take good advice whenever it's thrown out there because i thought about this the other day too right you know it's titled wonky weekly alpha and you know we're building a brand with that in and of itself but at the same time you know it i've thought about this too if you're not familiar with it and you're just scrolling through the top bar, the NFTs part, I guess, grabs you. But the wonky weekly alpha, you know, there are a lot of people still unfamiliar with it. So you've got a, you know, a, a double-sided, it's either A, you know, clickbait? to grow the name, or B, do you change the name to grow the presence? Yeah, if you want some clickbait, uh, call it buy stonks or stay poor. Buy songs or stay poor, episode fifty nine. <laughs> well, actually, w- with the episode at the end, it kind of it sounds a little counterintuitive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe not. Then. Let's see what the devil has to say. I just wanted to say that if you don't understand what uh, Wonky Weekly says or, or what it means, you're not gonna make it. Amen. Let's go, Diablo. Diablo, are you in the Discord with the guys? Um, yeah, but I'm not too active, honestly. Um, Bro, I, mean, I feel you. I'm I'm I'm, I'm mostly on on Twitter. <laughs> I've I've never been a good Discorder. 
Yeah, yeah I'm absolutely atrocious on Discord too. I've fallen on a lot of uh, Discords now of the stuff I I have bought or some stuff that's interesting, maybe stuff that is not NFTs, and it feels like it's too much information. And I go in and out of some of the projects like uh, once or twice a week, but it's like just too much. You have to like read everything and yeah, it's hard to keep 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 up. Kaleo, yeah, that's a lot. Um, if you uh, are okay to speak on it, I would like to actually hear your thoughts about the, the DM about the stonks I uh, sent you the other day. If you don't want to speak about I mean, it, I, that's all right. As no, well. I'm fine. I'm fine speaking about it. So, dude, here here's my thing. I've got two thoughts. I like the idea, but I also I lean toward also not liking it because here's why. <laughs> like, I I am a fan of just the the fact that. You know, the, the collection is immutable, that you're not doing anything to change it. And I understand that some collections, like what you have right now with the PP decks for the Canpi Pandas, how people have been able to go in and alter their NFT to be able to, you know, make it look how they want and alter the rarities based on points. And, you know, hey, that's cool. But at the end of the day, it, it goes back to the art of everything, right? And, like, I just, they, I, I like the fact that, hey, the collection is what it is. You know, there's nothing that I feel like needs to be done to change it. Um, and it almost, just at the end of the day, you know, could it provide some type of temporary, you know, temporary move because of the fact that, oh, man, you can burn to do whatever? Yes, it could. So from that shorter term perspective, I see maybe the incentive from the game theory of what's happening across the board with, you know, things where you look at like, oh, Peepin and the checks and some of these other collections. Um, and, and, you know, hey, like because that's been successful, I, I think it's worth considering. But then just the classic me is sitting there thinking, OK, you know, I believe that the collection honestly Hey, it still may even feel large with 8,736 pieces. But at the end of the day, dude, that is so tiny when you think about the potential for this space in general. It's really not as large as it sounds, right? Think about how many people are out there that, you know, are involved with NFTs. And think about how many people will be down the road. Think about how many people are just involved with the crypto space and how it continues to grow. 8,736 when you're talking about art and history is nothing. So I, I don't know. That's, that's kind of my mentality as far as, but no, you know, I, I'd like to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I, I'm on the same page. Mine, like the, my initial thoughts were, um, keep it OG. Yeah. I, I, I love the OG. I thought about that as well. Um, but then I also have like a, a good bag of songs that I don't really vibe with and the gambler in me, um, wanted to uh, combine them just to re-roll that it, it wasn't for like short-term you know price action or anything and then i also thought on the art aspect of itself you know because everything is actually truly generative right it's not going to be like you get to you know select what traits or blah 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 you want you just would like watch it generate in like pure time and i could you know gamble and maybe like strike a grail 
on you know by combining some of the stonks i don't like that that was just my idea not financially motivated well hey you know i actually do there is part of me that kind of likes that and you know from that perspective you could also say hey you know maybe there are some traits that are like that where there are people that are like hey on average people don't vibe with it and eventually enough people burn them that they become a rarer trait (laughs) so i don't know like there there is some some merit to that i don't think it should be completely thrown out the window um but yeah you know i thought it's an interesting idea man beach dog what's going on not much guys how y'all doing my man how you doing today beach dog good doing good you know i have a couple thoughts on on two things one is uh changing the name you know i i I believe that the name change would have to show momentum you know, as, as everything does. Um, so my, my throw out there would be, uh, the wonky bi-weekly vibing with alpha. Of course, that would mean a little commitment from you, Kaleo, for another, another day during the week to do this. And then the other, the other thing I have to address is when do I get to, uh, defend my poker title? We can we can set up a uh, another poker tourney here in a bit. <laughs> so the idea isn't necessarily to change the name; it's to double the spaces. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. I appreciate the feedback. Some, um, of the, some of the crowd out here, you know, can't get enough. We'd love to vibe twice a week. Hey, fair enough, man. Fair enough. You know, there's a, another thing you can do with the title as well is drop the NFTs, just keep the wonky, wonky weekly alpha, and then do another word, uh, like a, a catchphrase of the week, a hot topic of the week, something that catches an emotion of somebody. Um, Throw some alarm words emojis like, out there. Yeah, not, <laughs> no, no alarm emojis. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> But uh, like a like a like a strong word like cataclysmic events uh, this week or something like that, and you know, those always kind of vibe with people whenever you. But keep it true to the <laughs> he put up the freaking alarms. What's that? <laughs> One second. I've got I've got something I'm baking up here. Okay, I got something I'm making up too, and it's myself. (laughs) 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 How about that? (laughs) Breaking. God, sound like that. What was that? That tool uh, in the space, uh, Mario? (laughs) Yeah. But like on some actual, uh, you know, informational topics, um, there are a couple things that happened this week, like uh, you know, blur. Everyone, I mean, at least I expected it. I did not think, you know, the season two was going to end on April. I, their mo is pretty much delays, right? Dude, so I, I fully blur is sent this morning. Yeah, I mean, everything seems to be picking up uh, some good volume this morning. Uh, yeah, being like a hundred percent honest, but yeah, no, I, I definitely did expect. Uh, blur to delay again and extend the airdrop right they're trying to claim as much 
market dominance for as long as they can to just like get you in the ha- in the habit of using blur and all in all honesty i have not listed a single thing on OpenSea since valentine's day and what what they're doing is working um and i i like to hear that blur's pumping because i did try to find the airdrop for a little bit and i know people like machi you know they need he better have saved some funds to you know prop up the blur token a little bit to <laughs> hopefully break even after all the eat that he spent over the last you know, month and a half. Um, but yeah, fully expected it. Uh, and we'll, you know, we'll see what happens from here. A lot of people are kind of upset. They're like, oh, Blur is going to ruin the NFT market for another blah, 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 or so months. Well, maybe Dude, every, no, everybody that says that just doesn't understand how markets work. It's the dumbest thing that I've ever heard in my life that, okay, Blur is ruining the NFT markets because people are able to sell their NFTs. Like, that's the dumbest shit that I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, I, I, I hate the idea of that. No, it has made the NFT market way better because it's made it more liquid. Guess what? If people sold into these bids and, and you know, they sold it to people that aren't quite, you know, quote unquote, as committed... Well, guess what? They profited X because it was a you know the price they wanted to sell. They had the ability to do so, which is amazing. And then if the price drops, guess what? At a certain point, if they actually really were committed to the project, they're able to get back into it and have secured some extra ETH along the way. If they're not committed to it, then F it, right? Like they weren't going to be either way. So, you know, why why is the idea that people have to be trapped in their bags for a market to be better <laughs> like how is that any, yeah it, it's a how does that make sense it's a weird psychology because you know before blur right people like uh osf rex he wouldn't have been able to dump 70 apes for like what was it like 72 eth immediately right um and you're it's it's kind of almost like a robin hood if you play it correctly right you're, you're able to extract some of the liquidity back from the blur farmers right and you would not be able to do this that liquidity would have been locked up for a long time right but i think machi what he's down like 4600 e since uh, valentine's day so more liquidity is coming back into the market like yeah some people may be caught on the wrong side of it but they're more more than likely trying to trade with emotion hopping on the fomo trains buying nakamigos that like 4.1 4.1 or 0.41 ETH. Um, and yeah, I, I see it as almost like a mini Robin Hood. Uh, so you're able to get some of the, the liquidity back from these whales. You have liquidity to sell into um, if you really need the liquidity that bad. Like before Blur, you were not able to dump, you know, 20 plus NFTs at a time and get immediate liquidity for it without, you know, huge slippage. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I don't get, I don't get all the moaning about ruining the, the market. Yeah, dude, it's ridiculous to me. You have to have buyers in order to have, you know, like in order for the value on paper to be worth anything, right? Like, otherwise you can list your shit at whatever you want, but if there are no buyers, if there's no liquidity for it, it's worthless. So I, yeah, I'm I'm still a big fan of it. I love hearing people complain about it because, it's all so short-sighted to me. It, like it is all so short-sighted. 
I, I mean, dude, I'm telling you, everything I'm seeing right now with NFTs still reminds me of where we were back in 2019 with a bunch of these different alts where there were so many alts that were kind of just like chopping sideways. They had little pumps here and there, but, you know, nothing too sexy throughout that year. And then, boom, you, you hit 2020. All of a sudden, you just hit this massive two-year-long alt season where alts were doing the craziest things. But it took a ton of patience to get there, right? You know, 2019, it felt like we were never going to see that type of an alt season. So I really think we're in that same boat right now with NFTs where, you know, there are a lot of people that are so worn out and they're just looking for things to blame. So they're like, oh, man, well, because you can sell shit on Blur, it's worthless (laughs) or, you know, it's driving things down. So... I don't know. It's people who are are just leveraged, not not only worn out, but over leveraged where they got, you know, 98% of their net worth in, uh, you know, JPEGs in like kind of the middle of a recession or impending. Um, So it's, uh, you know, if you if you are feeling major emotions with like minor price fluctuations, you know, you're probably a little bit over leveraged. Like, I mean, it's it's common sense everybody says that you know don't play with money you're not afraid to lose right but i mean honestly though we are in a casino with a little bit of you know fundamentals backing them and uh you know don't get liquidated that's simple rule man that's a simple rule um okay we've got a couple new people up to stage pixel rich what's going on okay mr hawk Good morning, Khalil. Good morning, everybody. Has been some time since I've been speaking. I thought I'd take the other side of the argument about Blur. Um, with OpenSea, you kind of have the feeling that if someone was placing a weave offer, they may be interested in the NFT. And the difference with Blur is that they're pushing their token and everybody's farming, and it feels like the fundamentals, whatever that is, the community or whatever they promise is not relevant anymore. Most projects are dominated by some power plays between big players. So so I like the liquidity on Blur and I like the interface. I'm a front-end developer myself. I hate that I can't view it on mobile phone. It would be so easy to do. But yeah, I think most of the sentiment is that it's not about the NFT anymore or not that much. It's it, The place has been taken over by Blur farmers. Are you saying they, uh, it, it, they're diminishing the art aspect a little bit of NFTs um, and kind of blurring the lines of, uh, you know, the value of rares? The value of rares? No, yeah, I'm... Well, that, that's another flaw, yeah. On Blur, you can only do bits on the whole collection. That's that's a good point. Um, but yeah, it's mostly like there's a lot of liquidity, but it's Blur farmers stomping on each other. That's how it feels like. But yeah, maybe maybe um, maybe you're right. It's only it's only the NFT bear market and people projected on Blur. But yeah, there are also a lot of voices of people who say, yeah, when is this whole blur farming over? Then it will be a, a whatever, a decent market again. 
So I don't know how true that is. I'm not a big market expert. I was just wanted to throw that that points out there. Fair enough, man. Well, I appreciate you providing the other side of things. And, and like, I get that. Um, you know, especially when people are sentimentally attached to something, <laughs> um, it, it does turn it more into a token rather than art. But I, I still think either way, there are always going to be people in a market that just, you know, like, they have that mentality where, you know, you're going to have people that collect because they're in love with the piece. You're going to have people that collect because they have some type of expectation of return and some type of time frame. And, you know, like I, I think it's healthy to be able to have every single one of those methods available, but I don't know either, either way it, it I think this next cycle you'll see that the blur bids won't be an issue, right? Like they really won't be in a trending market. That shit is not an issue. So we're, we're just not there yet and that's fine. It's okay. So it's not blur's fault that the market's not trending. It, like it's just a function of where we are in the cycle. So, you know, we'll get to a point where all this conversation kind of becomes moot eventually. What's fascinating to me is how much opportunity OpenSea left on the table. It's crazy that they they were just um, overtook by Blair so fast. Yeah, open open at this point, OpenSea is dead. Unless if they you know call in a life raft, which it would have to be something major. Uh, OpenSea is dead. Blur on like daily volume, they do like with you know. Uh, Less than 50% of the users, right? I think it's more close to like a quarter of the users. They're doing like three times the volume as OpenSea daily, um, you know, which a lot of it could be attributed to farming. Uh, but at the same time, they're getting people used to using their platform and encouraging, you know, not to use other ones, right? And, you know, humans are creatures of habit, right? So once you, once you get into the habit of using Blur, that's going to be your first instinct. Like it used to be OpenSea was the first marketplace I opened whenever I was searching NFTs. Um, it's no longer OpenSea. It's, I think it's like the third one that I open now. I go Blur, Gym, and then OpenSea is like the third marketplace that I open. Um, so yeah, I, OpenSea shot themselves in the foot. They're trying to put, they're going to have to try and play catch up and it's going to take, you know, something big to motivate people and probably something financially to get them away from using blur. That's just in my own opinion. You heard it here first. If you were an open C developer here on your a non account, rooster just drops alpha. <laughs> um, I, I don't think they're going to do it though, Rooster. I don't think they're going to drop any type of tokens. They've, you know, they've got a completely different. No, route, yeah, they, so. the, you know, they've they've been talking about like I think it's been pretty much known for a little over a year now that they're you know going to go like the same route Coinbase did, and I I think it's going to end up obsolete. OpenSea is not the market leader anymore, and I don't think they will achieve that status again unless if. They do something. And if it's not something financially, I have no idea what they could do 
to bring people away from Blair. I agree, man. I, I really think their greatest opportunity at this point would almost be to just be completely acquired by some type of centralized exchange um, that already has a big brand name and to be able to, you know, revive themselves that way through some other type of synergies. But, you know, uh, yeah, uh, otherwise it's pretty difficult and grim for them at this point. Um, but, yeah, you know, hey, I mean, I, I, I love the season was extended. Makes it more fun for everybody that is trading on Blur. And, um, you know, just hearing people complain, it's just a sign of the times and sign that there's opportunity, right? When, when everybody's happy, probably a decent time to take profit. Whenever everybody's mad is probably a decent time to stack. So um, take that for what you will. Uh, guys, I apologize. I've got to go ahead and wrap this up a bit early today. I've got to, you know, go run a few errands and start cooking. I've got a grill off for tomorrow and I'm starting the process here in the next couple of hours. So, um, it is, it's going to be good. I'll, I'll keep you guys posted on how it turns out. Is it another Gustavo or what? No, 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 man. This one is just, uh, just like. 20 30 pounds of pulled pork so something like that so it'll much be love, good family. i'll keep you guys posted love you guys and we will see you this next week much love everybody much love everybody peace